Okay, there you go. You okay? You all right? Just Spider-Man. Toss him gets it away, huh? Look, this is pretty important, Max. How do you know my name? It's written on your badge. I'm a nobody. Hey, you're not a nobody. You're somebody. Like that. Listen to me. Now I need you. You're my eyes and ears out here. All right? All right. I'll stay out there. With, With great, great power, power come great, great listeners. Oh my lord. Hi Beth, how are you? Hi Chris, I'm, I'm, well, that was something, wasn't it? <laughs> We've been watching the web. We have been watching the web with the uh, amazing Spider-Man 2, the second of the Andrew Garfield installment. And um, yeah, I could have really gone my whole life without ever watching that movie and <laughs> not have really missed anything. I'm pretty sure this was the cheesiest of all of them. And <laughs> and uh, the first thing Chris said to me as the credits started rolling at the end was, the look on your face. <laughs> Big, uh, I'm, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this, one of the things that in the, the far, far future, when this is making us, you know, thousands of dollars a month because people just are throwing money at us, I want to put a video camera on your face and do like a speed up, a sped up reaction of you watching these movies because... People don't understand how wonderful it is to watch your face sometimes. <laughs> well, um, just so everybody is aware, I don't have the best poker face, if you will. Um, <laughs> yeah, and sometimes, you know, a, you know, kind of like a picture. It's a, worth a thousand words. Mine might be worth a little more than that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Or there might be no words. For this at all. So so the big question here is, did you like this movie or Spider-Man 3, the uh, Tobey Maguire one, better? I've already forgotten that one. That so. was the one with uh, Harry as a bad guy and the Venom suit and Sandman. Oh, that one was stupid. <laughs> Holy crap. So which of those two? Oh, great. <laughs> which is the worst? No, no. Which one do you like better? Well, that also makes me choose the worst, doesn't it? I'm I mean, putting a positive spin on it. Well, stop it, because there isn't one. I mean, let's be real. This is, uh, holy crap, that one was awful. <laughs> right now, I like the other one better because I didn't just have to watch it. <laughs> I think is the answer, and I know now never to watch the two of them back to back. Ooh, we should do that sometime. No. Just no. Just no. Just no. <laughs> I didn't even say any bad words that you'll have to cut out later. No. Nope. Just no. <laughs> Holy cow. All right. So, so. Okay. There were some positive things. Okay. Yes. Um, it's over. <laughs> oh, besides that. Um, you know, I really didn't hate all of it. I just kind of left with a. Why did I just watch feeling more than anything? <laughs> um, It didn't start horrible. And it was kind of fun to watch some of it. It just kind of went bad fast. It did, and then it kept going badder. 
And it, it did it did exactly Which is not what... good grammar, everyone. And I would have to grammar correct myself. That was awful. Oh, and man. so was that. Good. Let's see if I can dramatically <laughs> mess this up anymore. <laughs> I, I think they did a lot of what the problem with Spider-Man 3 was. Screwed it all up. They just, they tried to cram too much into it. Like the whole... We were all over the place. I mean, the whole uh, subplot with Peter's parents has no effect on anything. Literally, nothing. No, because he doesn't. He doesn't. He just finds and doesn't. Uh, the does. only thing we learn from that is that it's only going to work on Peter, basically. Yeah, because it's got daddy jeans in it. Because yeah, um, so there. If that was going to be our main focus, all this other nonsense wasn't necessary yeah they they could have they could have had a story where harry was using his money and influence to try and get spider-man and so it was kind of amping up the crime rate and then he spider-man was discovering oh wait i want to give him it but i can't because here's the problem but he can't tell him because otherwise that would create issues like we could have had a whole story with that and that could have been the whole movie it wouldn't have been an especially exciting movie the the spider-man stuff would have been in the background but it could have been the movie or you could have had the electro story which yeah i think we had about three storylines going here yeah um that really didn't mesh very well yeah we had had and it was already over two hours long and it still didn't get them all in there yeah i mean we had we had we had the parent subplot we had the will they won't they with gwen and peter we had the Electro bit. We had the Harry Osborne bit. And then we had the Harry Turns Green Goblin bit. Like, and then at the end, they, they're trying to... Because the whole plan was to launch this into a Spider-Man universe thing. Oh, Lord. I hope they don't do that. That would be... And oh, it gosh. It was so exciting to hear about because they were going to go from this into a Venom and, an, and a Sinister Stick 6 movie, which would have could have been great and they set it up but then it's just more of this movie the rhino at the end is one of the people that would have been in it but that's a horrible rhino i hate that rhino it's it's just a mech a dude sitting in a i mech. i hated everything about everything now <laughs> i it's from physics or the lack thereof <laughs> to reality or the lack thereof to that stupid rhino, which was asinine, <laughs> to Harry's now running the whole show from the loony bin and looks better. Although, how can that be? I'm sure we'll find out in the next episode of Maybe It's Spider-Man. I don't know. But, oh, look at me. I'm ranting. This was all. This just no. It, it Don't was a watch big mess this. Of too much. You've all already watched this, or you probably would not be listening to this podcast. It has some of its redeeming qualities. It's just not a well put together movie. It is not. And unlike Spider Man Three, it doesn't even have like all the pieces aren't good seeds. No, it, it definitely feels like there's the kind no of... seeds. There's no seedlings. There's no blossoming, and there are definitely no roses. They, they they just stuck their hand in a big bag of seeds and threw them out there and like try everything. That I don't last even time. think they remembered the water. <laughs> oh no, yeah, no. It, it just it, it all none of it felt like it all fit together. I, we're bouncing everywhere. 
and not in a good way at all. It could have been, I think it could have been a, a, a good movie by itself if it was just the Gwen and Peter stuff and the Electra stuff. Those two things by themselves. We didn't need Crazy Harry. Oh, yeah, it could have left him out or have him come in at the very end. And so if you want to tease we another set movie. set it up, yeah. Like, I, just, yeah, no. Too many, too many directions for everything. And, yeah, no. What he said. Agreed. <laughs> You picked out that uh, Max was going to be the bad guy fairly early. I had a feeling, actually, before he before I said it, I wondered immediately. Yeah. Because we got way too much information <laughs> well, on, I mean... a, on a guy he just randomly is saving <laughs> in the road. So, you know, it appeared he was going to be irrelevant. And then the next time you see him, I thought, oh, there's the bad guy. Oh, definitely. Because, <laughs> oh, look. He's a nut job. Well, and, and even like that first interaction, like, you know my name? It's like, oh, wow. Wow, dude. He, he even pointed out, it's on your name tag right there. A little bit needy. A <laughs> little bit needy. But it was, it was still, I, I, in my mind, that whole bit was still a very nice kind of descent into madness type story. Because, like, he is just being crapped on all the time. So he takes this one bright point and he latches onto it. and. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and put this out here right now. My, my normal moment is right there with Max. Like, you have something good happen, and then you kind of build this whole scenario in your head. I totally get that. I can, because Chris is a nut job. Yeah, well, yes, but I can also distinguish between that and reality, which clearly Max couldn't, because he even called the, the station at one point. He was like, hey, we became best friends. You know, he saved me, and we became best friends. And it's like, no, no, you didn't, dude. He saved you. You talked to him for about 30 seconds. Yeah. He never saw you again. <laughs> I I did really like the characterization also of, of Spider-Man in this. Because in this movie, they just show you how casually good he is at, at, at doing it. Yes, definitely. Like he, he's jumping off the, he jumps off the building, he's just kind of throwing things out. Yeah, he does flips. I, I kind of thought that was a little show-offy myself. Well, yeah, but that's just because... Like, he's so used to doing it at this point. And then when even when he's fighting the robbers, like, it's not ever feeling pressure. You know, he's just like, oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you and you over here. Oh, crap. Let me try again. Do 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 do. And it's like, yes. It just and shows you how know what? That was some of my favorite parts of this movie because it was entertaining right. and it was kind of funny. It had a little bit of humor in it. Mm -hmm. um, his little one liners here and there throughout the movie. Were to me this movie saving grace because uh, that was the only part I found entertaining, <laughs> and that is like that's what I love about Spider Man. Spider Man, like he is he he's a struggling person in his personal life, but when he's Spider Man, he he's just like, that's why nobody ever really puts it together that because the same he's person. just Spider Man. Because Spider Man is such a confident, like I've got this kind of guy, hopeful you know, positive about doing his job and kind of has fun doing it. But then you gotta get into the Peter Parker and it's a different type of person. He literally is kind of like two people in, in a lot of ways. Whereas, you know, you get like Batman, he's an arrogant, dark, I'm after all the bad guys type I, superhero. I wouldn't know because I haven't watched Batman. And, and Bruce Wayne is an arrogant, I own everything, I'm super rich playboy like oh yeah you're really splitting the mold there splitting oh you the mold. mean kind of like iron man okay yeah but at least in iron man in the mcu he's just like you know what i that's me 
He didn't pretend to be. Well, he's funny. Yeah. And he doesn't take himself too seriously either. But, yeah, your Bruce Wayne and Batman references go right over my head, so. Not over their heads, though. No, because um, I'm not a nerd. <laughs> you, no, no, you keep, you're not going to be able to say that very much longer. I don't even know if you can say it now. I can say whatever I want to say. Because <laughs> you, as soon as uh, Harry came up, you're like, should I know him? And then, as soon as they called him Harry, you're like, oh, I know who that is. And that was very little clues. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> You're like, and then it's... he went and talked to his father. <laughs> oh, look, it's Norman Osborn. I thought, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yes. Look what is happening to She's people. becoming one of us. No. I won't let it happen. One of us. Oh, I feel like I've joined a cult or something. Please don't make me drink the Kool-Aid. Jim Jones reference, everyone. <laughs> And then we both commented on how every time Spider-Man got into something, there were just a thousand cop cars. And really, how how many did they destroy in this movie? I mean, come on. There was about a hundred in the first pile up at the very beginning of the movie. That first pile up was the biggest. 20 minutes later, they have more. I'm pretty sure New York does not have that many NYPD cars. Period. It was it was a ridiculous number of cars. Like regardless of how they were using them, it was just. And tell me, oh, I've seen so New York many. City traffic. If anybody else has seen New York City traffic, there was no way that many cop cars fit in the street without people being in the way. <laughs> it's just not possible. That's not even nerd physics. That's reality, people. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Was it was asinine? Because because at least three times we saw a buttload of cop cars just whoosh a buttload a buttload buttload. i'm I'm not sure exactly the number in a buttload but there were at least a buttload i think it depends on the and and the first fair enough that is a good point (laughs) you know some of them might have been say roseanne Barr buttload and some of them might have been like uma thurman buttload i mean you know that's not in a batman movie did you know that why the hell would I know that? I, I don't know. Never I don't even know who these people are, and I just watched them, <laughs> except for Andrew Garfield, only because you drilled it into my head. We're going to watch Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, then we're going to watch Andrew Garfield. And it wasn't the Garfield movies. He kept saying the Garfield movies. Turns out it's not the cat that eats lasagna. So, you know, I was a little confused for a while. Yeah, she was very confused as I talked about our Spider-Man series that has Maguire, a Maguire. And, and then, then Garfield. Maguire, Garfield, ooh, cats and lasagna. No, not at all. Super uh, hard I, to I parse those two. You know, would've... Spider-Man movies, ones with Maguire, ones with Garfield. Oh, the cat was Spider-Man. I'm not that stupid, really. It was just entertaining for me. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love how you made the joke all those times about lasagna, and now it's coming back on how I confused you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why not? Great. Great. Isn't everything your fault? The the thing about the non Hold on. Okay. I'm not talking to you right now. I know I'm talking to this microphone, which is connected to these people out here that I don't know because I don't have an email. God, so, anyway, since you already said your normal moment of this movie, okay. I'm going to wrap my hero, superhero moment, and my normal moment. All into one. I'm oh. tied up in a nice little bow, everyone. You're a cheater. It's actually two different people, same scene. And 
<laughs> Good thing this isn't a visual medium. <laughs> Good thing it isn't. <laughs> that just that just kind of happened. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Woo. Well, just so everybody's aware, I made a gesture towards Chris. After he gave me crap for using the same moment, but it's insert only- your own Here, gesture I am there. Gonna, I'm, yes, pick one because it really doesn't matter which <laughs> one you use. Because all of them will work. So, super normal. Except I'm not. I'm starting with superhero moment. My okay. superhero moment. You're a liar. Yep. Goes to Jorge. Isn't that oh. his name? Wasn't that his name? Pretty sure. Was it? That little kid that wore the oh. Spider-Man outfit. Isn't yeah. that his name? <laughs> Pretty sure it is his name. I even paid attention. Holy yeah. cow, I paid attention to this awful movie, people. Nerd. Oh, sad. <laughs> it's been a rough few days of work. I needed this. Anyway, my no- super hero moment goes to that kid at the end. Jorge is his name, in case you weren't paying attention to the movie like I was. He put went out there in front of that big old stupid rhino. Chris's stomach is growling so loud I can hear it I'm from the other end of the couch. Up. I'm pretty sure you're going to hear it behind my talking. Holy moly. Continue. <laughs> so Jorge... Goes out there to protect everybody from the rhino and puts on his Spider-Man mask and he's going to be tough now. So he's he's superhero in my book. Now, let me tell you, anybody that let him get across the line, that's the stupidest thing I ever saw. (laughs) There's a shootout going on and somehow a kid slips past 30 million cops and gets in the middle of the road in the middle of a shootout there were two cops there when he slipped out yes and his mom apparently doesn't think it's a good idea to hold on to your child while you're or even better we're just gonna stand here behind police lines at a shootout with my seven-year-old everyone knows if you're a pedestrian oh my gosh this is you're not gonna get shot but anyway jorge's a hero in my book and then I'm going to give Spider-Man my normal moment, talking to Jorge, telling him go back to his mom, that I got this, but thanks for stepping up. Really sweet, really normal kind of conversation you'd have with a little kid. Made him feel good. I like that. Still need slap some police, slap his mama for letting him get out there to begin with. And that's what I've got. Now Chris can nerd out some more. Because my nerding out is finished for the moment. Would you like to speak? <laughs> Am I allowed to now? You are. Okay. You have permission. <laughs> permission granted. <laughs> I guess I got to give a superhero moment too, don't I? I don't care. Hmm. I think I think the superhero moment for me has to go to Gwen Stacy. Because throughout the whole movie, she was very clear on, I want this. I deserve this. And then when, like, at the very beginning when he's like, I can't keep doing this. She's like. I break up with you. Like, she saw it was going that way, and she's like, I can't. I have to make better decisions for myself. I can't keep letting you jerk me around. And she displayed that attitude all the way through. She absolutely did. Until the very end, when he even tried to web her to a car to keep her out of it. And she was like, no, I am going to be here. And she literally is the reason that he survives twice in that last scene. But she did not. No. But so so she gets my superhero moment at the power plant because she knocks Electro off of killing him, which I don't know how she didn't hit Peter doing that. Um, it's a movie. 
he I think he was holding him down. Wasn't yeah, it? I don't I don't even know. <laughs> I, I don't understand a lot of things about that particular scene. So, yeah, that was the least of my problems. And then she she flips out. She's like, no, no, you don't do that. I'm here because I know what to do. You don't know how to do this. You need me. And she's just insistent. And he has to give in because, I mean, she's right. She is right. And she's there. So the only thing to really do is to make sure she's out of harm's way as much as possible. Yeah. And and clearly being away from where they're fighting is going to be better. Plus, she can then do things. I don't know how, what he thought he was going to do if she wasn't there to turn things back on. I don't know why they thought things would turn back on, nor do I know why they did. <laughs> now, Gwen Stacy's death is something I was waiting for since the last movie. Well, Gwen Stacy's death was uh, prefaced in her speech at the beginning of the movie. I did not expect her to survive this movie. Oh, yeah. But I was still somewhat disappointed. I mean, how many times was and, she talking about life and living? And, and <laughs> it was really... New beginnings and... It was really sad and really kind of graphic, but if you ask me, because you, in theory, I mean, either watched her bounce off the ground or watched her neck break, one or the other. Mm -hmm. Either way. She does actually bounce off the ground, because I, when I first got this video, that was one of the first things I did was get to that scene and watch, do they actually show her hitting and coming up? She does. That's what it looked like to me. Well, there should have been a little more blood involved then. And her head probably shouldn't be shaped quite so prettily. <laughs> But physics aside. But that's one of those scenes that is iconic to Spider-Man because Gwen Stacy was his like first girlfriend and she was killed by the Green Goblin. But it was he threw her. You remember the scene in the first one where the Goblin has the, the tram car and Mary Jane and he yeah. drops them both. It was similar to that where Goblin had been tormenting spider-man and he took gwen stacy dropped her and then flew off and spider-man catches her and then finds her with a broken neck and so he's haunted for for almost forever wondering did i kill her by catching her or did goblin snap her neck and throw her like and it's just something that he deals with forever so i was waiting to see how they were gonna do that i didn't mind this version of that it just wasn't earned because it was just i just defeated electro now this guy that we haven't seen do anything is going to fly in and kill her. Right. Like, the moment Harry injected himself, I'm like, okay, so they're going to go that route with it. Oh, look, there's a decrepit old clock tower building right next to the brand new the brand new electrical grid, for uh, some reason. Uh, well, of course, that's where it's going to happen. Like, it was, it was super yes. obvious what they were setting up. I didn't, I didn't mind the fight, though between spider-man and the green goblin i thought it was clever the way they used the different spaces yes i thought so too but uh, it just it just it wasn't time for that no if that's the movie you want to tell you don't do all of the other stuff beforehand you right lead up because to we it. really don't get you don't you don't you don't get to care Right. That's what. That's exactly what I was thinking. As you started talking, I'm like, she always wants to care about things. You don't get to care about it. You don't get to care that in the Maguire version, you got the relationship between both Osborns and Peter Parker. So you got that build up, and then so when it all came down, it was much more 
impactful. There you go. Thank you. I couldn't come up with words. It just had so much more to it. And it left it left you feeling. Whereas this was like, oh. Yeah, when Norman... And you just watched... You just watched Harry decline and look sicker and creepier at his young age. 20. 20 years old is what 20, he said. 20, right. <laughs> at, his, at 20, where his dad clearly lived much longer yeah. with his disease. At, at least 20 years after he turned 20, because we know that he had the kid. Right. And then he lived another 20 years. Right. But Harry apparently was dying right away well as soon as his dad told him he was dying he was dying (laughs) he was fine before then but then his dad said look here's my everything it's already started you're already dying i need it now i don't have time well you have at least 20 years buddy no no we advanced that clock you have about 12 minutes i'll even be nice and say you have at least 10 years i'll give the movie some credit but at least 10 years before you're bedridden but no you got about 13 14 minutes and uh, then you're going to look, you know, like you survived some horrible war or have been undergoing some horrible, you know, treatments that are just awful for your body. Like your, or you, oh, gosh, his eyes were, well, they did a very good job with the makeup or he was really sick, one or the other, because <laughs> his eyes were getting, they looked so much more sunken every time you saw him and purple and around. And yeah, he didn't look good. Yeah, yeah. It, it. He looked like he had cancer or something and was not responding well to treatments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it was weird. Yeah, I. Mm, yeah, he's, he he they, he's yeah. fabulously wealthy now, and he didn't have time to take the venom and go have test run on it. Anything done with it? Nope. Got to just stick it in immediately. Well, you have to because now you've uh, unleashed electrode on the city. Because that was your deal. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I did find it interesting that the first time we see Electro, like, we don't ever really see much of him because he's in that cocoon thing, and then he's kind of sort of off screen most of the time. Right. He grabs clothes, because clearly he was naked. Right. But then, when they capture him and remove those clothes, they stick him in this apparatus which covers all his bits. Then he, when he does, he gets out of it, he's wearing, like, board shorts. Or... Funny. And I'm like... I don't think so. Well, then when he was with uh, Harry, he somehow... Yeah, he's got a whole outfit. Got a whole outfit, like a whole spandex suit or something going on there that just fits straight to his. And it's not um, burning off or yeah. or any other... It looks like a wetsuit, honestly. Yes, that's what... And I don't yes. think a wetsuit would conduct electricity very well. Well, what do we know? Apparently nothing. If, if I it also, is some I... kind of like suit for him, though... Like, why would the Ravenloft Institute have made a suit for him that can adapt to his abilities? That makes no sense. Well, because he wasn't well, wearing Harry, it before. Harry probably took care of that, you know, in that twelve seconds after he broke yeah. him out. I'm gonna break you out. We're gonna stop by Coles, and then we're gonna go up to us. I'm sure they'll have something in your size. We'll just, we're just gonna go to the electro section. I'm sure they have it. It'll be good. No big deal. It'll be fine. Everybody likes black. No big deal. <laughs> Crazy. The the music was kind of cool in this one. I I like the way the electro theme evolves. Yes. It, when it's just Max, it just you know, has this nice little almost hopeful clarinet. Do 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 do. But then it always has that slight sinister edge to it at the end. 
And then you get more and more electronic music until, like, you actually get whispers. Like, when he's talking to the mirror and things are starting starting to go bad, you hear in the very background, he's it's whispered. It's, he's lying. And it keeps getting louder as kind of he transforms into Electro. But then the first time Harry kind of, like, loses it and is like, I need to find a way to do this, get this Venom stuff, you get that original, like, soft Electro theme. Like showing where he's gonna, his mind's gonna go. Yeah, which is really cool choice for me, in in my mind. Well, there they made one in this movie apparently. One cool choice. Most people don't like this movie, and I think you're one of them. I would be one of them. I liked bits. Yeah, I was bits. amused by. I don't. I like this Spider-Man. I like the Garfield Spider-Man. I in. I buy into him more than I do McGuire. I think. Um. But, uh, yeah, this movie as a whole was a whole. Yeah, the the Maguire movies, I think, got the tone of Peter Parker bright better. And the Garfield movies, I think, got the tone of Spider-Man better. And then when we get to the MCU one, I think Tom Holland nails both. Oh, we got another guy? Yeah. The MCU has their own person, Tom oh. Holland. Another 20-year-old who plays a high schooler. But he kind of looks babyface, so it kind of works. Oh, that's right! They had Electro! I've always wondered this. They they have him immersed in water in that Ravenloft Institute. Yes. So what's the can deal? He breathe water now. That's what I was trying. <laughs> I had been. I uh, I I was trying to figure that out myself. What was up with that? I don't know. No, I I didn't understand a lot of things. But 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 maybe he can because part of his issue or part of his gaining of the talent was electric eels <laughs> so maybe he got gills that we just don't see like his battery percentage thing yeah. that switched sides of his head <laughs> or it was on both and i just missed it i'm not real sure but i was amused by the battery percentage thing on his head yeah they they just kind of installed that on him right away and then apparently moved it to the other side towards the end of the movie because that's where they Oh, you know what it, it was? Because he was kind of zipping in and out between, you know, solid and electricity, maybe he just forgot what side it was on and put it on the wrong one. When he maybe he did. You know, maybe it sense. just re, you know, reappeared when he pulled himself <laughs> back together. He just didn't get it on uh, all the electrons right back where they belonged. And I think you already know what our nerd physics moment is in this movie. Which one would you like? <laughs> there are many, but my favorite one, and if this is not yours, you're wrong. <laughs> Apparently, passenger, passenger airline jet planes have the ability to maneuver like, say, I don't know, F-16s. Yeah, apparently when they're 15 seconds from crashing into each other head on, which, by the way... How did those plots get made? Because they're meticulous about that stuff. You're not going to have two planes that are on a collision course like that. Well, one of them should have been landing a long time ago, but they couldn't because there are no lights. I'll give them that they ended up on a collision course totally by happenstance of not having equipment. Oh, Beth is giving benefit of the doubt here, I'm going to give the benefit of the she doubt is... that doesn't happen. Mark that but down. But it doesn't matter because... That was the stupidest thing I ever saw. 15 seconds from hitting each other, 
they are both able to completely 90 degree turn and not and fly hit. belly to belly pass <laughs> belly to belly no 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 chance that happens <laughs> i mean uh, uh yeah. holy cow i that would if mm-hmm. they can do that, they don't have the maneuverability to go that fast. I don't know that I they can. Agree, I agree, but I am can. fairly positive that that maneuverability is not available in commercial airliners. I I, I will I, have to ask. I, I know there's a guy in the same place I know King Monkey from who flies. I'll ask him about it. Uh, that, and report back. But, um, you know, possible or not, that was ridiculous. It, it was. It was. It was ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Let's move on to another really stupid thing. Okay. Because, oh my gosh. <laughs> so we're at the power grid, right? We're having a fight at the power grid. We're having a fight. We totally wrecked the power grid, but it magically it still works. Yeah. We can turn it right back on. Look, all the city's lights came back on. All of them. All of them. City's bright again. You've destroyed it. It's in rubble. But it works just fine, everyone. Somehow, no worries here. Somehow, when he he bursts through two major conduits, and by connecting them to each other in a cross pattern, so the the electricity that flows through it can all pass through the exact same point. That works because webbing apparently can do that now. Conducts electricity, don't you know? And and that much electricity. They even. they can tear down lots of these pillars and Most everything works still perfectly but i mean to be fair they tear them down and then we pan back and then they're back up so well they magic <laughs> well maybe they have spider dna and they magically repair themselves oh that's yeah. it that's it yep he, um, he shared his he shared his blood with the power plant, but not with Harry. Well, there might have been blood <laughs> left behind because he was being banged all over. Oh, that's that. true. He was so bleeding there all over. Is a potential that it. he did he... bleed everywhere. So that's probably the power it. plant it does probably... everything a Spider Man can too. That's it. Except it doesn't have legs, so it probably can't walk. So all it can do is repair itself. I, I you know what? We don't know. We haven't seen it long enough. But true. Maybe it can walk. Maybe that's what's happening next. That's what's coming after the stupid-looking rhino, everyone. The walking power plant. Oh, that rhino. Now, in that area, you the first thing that we saw down there were the arms. Did you see that? What are you talking about? Down in the the sub the special projects area. Oh yeah. The yes. First thing were those we arms. We saw arms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You you know what those are, right? Well, yeah. No. No. I probably should, but yeah, they're they're, they're from they're reminiscent of Spider-Man Two. Maguire. Okay. Dr. Octopus. Oh, yeah, yeah. The four arms. Doc Ock. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and knew then, it looked familiar, but whatever. And then there were a pair of wings. Which the wings, I don't know what they are, but they made me think of the guy who's friends with the other guy in that one movie. The guy. You're welcome, everyone. Who's friends with the other guy in well, that one movie. Well, it's, 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 uh, in a Winter Soldier. Yeah. made me think of that no, guy. No. I know exactly who you're talking about. I just yeah. want to make you were fun just of making you for fun a little bit. <laughs> hey, I just have to talk through a whole plot of a movie to tell tell you one little, the guy little thing about it. It's the guy whose the other name guy. I don't know, but he's very nice. In that nice, one movie. And he was in that one movie, and he used to be in the military, and he can fly. And his nickname is Birdman, which it isn't, but it is to me. Falcon. Falcon, that's it. <laughs> that's it. 
Birdman. Those are actually supposed to represent the vulture. I don't know the vulture. I only know Birdman. Harvey Birdman? Attorney at Law? But Clyde was... Oh, because this isn't a Marvel movie. He was in it. Clyde was in this movie? Uh-huh. I missed Clyde. Graduation. <gasps> he was! He was the man! Peter who, Parker. Who was... Hey, I think I know that guy. Yeah! That was Clyde and I missed him! You did. Oh, no! I think I just commented last time that you seem to be noticing when you're supposed to notice things. I'm it. noticing when I'm supposed to notice things. Yes, you. you well, you... I didn't notice Clyde, but I realized it was a Clyde, and I'm so sorry, Clyde, that I forgot. It's okay. He's dead now. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't. Unless he's looking down. Or up. No, no, he's definitely already up. He's looking down. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the last podcast you're ever going to get from us because she just said that Stanley might be in hell. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that his name? I thought it was Clyde. I'm. <laughs> I, you will shortly find me uh, in the papers for murder, and I will see you later. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> You're going to hell, too. <laughs> I'm driving the bus. It'll be so sad, because I won't get to see Stan Lee there. I don't know who Stan Lee is. You don't try that. His name is this will Clyde. Be, everyone will know that Clyde. you just said that's who it is. Clyde. Oh. Calling him Clyde. I like that. All right. So there's one more thing you got to give us. What? Oh, my dick moment. Oh, hold on. I don't know. Who's the, who was the dickest of them all? (laughs) Dickest? What kind of question is that? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the dickest of them (laughs) all? That was an interesting thing I just said. It's been a long day, people. She's got got them grammar skills. Yeah, I got some grammar today. (laughs) Uh, What was that? (laughs) She is completely (laughs) sober, folks. Oh, man, I should open opened a bottle of wine. That would have made this more interesting. Oh, Ooh, I don't I think we would have had, been able to have a conversation. Hey, I can converse. Wind up. Okay, you want me to talk. Okay, I'm thinking. Oh, no, I was winding up. Oh, you were winding up. I thought you were getting me to wind up. I no. mean, wind this what? up. Whatever. <laughs> okay, the dick moment. Yes, I would have to, to say the dick moment. Who was the dickest of them all? Oh, that was great. Um, well, I think. Ah! Oh, sorry, that wasn't a joke. I'm going to give him another gesture, everyone. The same <laughs> gesture. And I mean it. He is number one. He deserved it again. <laughs> you know, really, there are many, many, because I've got a few. That Weasley guy. Hmm. You know, the Weasley guy that yep. uh, gets Harry fired, basically, from his own company? Yep. I think he probably earned the dick moment of this movie because, you know, really framing the owner of a company for a murder. God's not really dead, though. Of course, he didn't realize that at the time. Well, yeah, maybe he did. Maybe they already had him. Oh, yeah, they were already doing tests on him, so he already knew. So, yeah, anyway, yeah. I don't know Weasley guy's name, but the Weasley guy gets the dick moment of the movie. Mm. Yeah. He was the one that I thought, oh, gosh, you're a dick. Yeah, (laughs) he's the one. He wins. What about you? So I'm torn between two because there's there's the manager dude who tells Max to stay late on his birthday. Oh, yeah. To fix something. The one that gets in the elevator and basically, yeah. Everyone, he's like, everyone else is leaving. It's my birthday. Why can't I go? He's like, happy birthday. Clink. I'm like, okay. Oh, you dick. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. A huge dick. And then there's 
Peter Parker. Oh, Peter Parker gets a dick moment. Okay. Which one? Which time? His whole can I, I, I want it, but oh, I can't thing. I get that struggle, but it is such a dick move to make someone else suffer while you try and figure it out. That is true. Because the whole time he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally into you. Then I can't. Oh, I oh, promise. What I if you get hurt? I daddy and I don't want to <laughs> run and, and then she's like, I want to be friends. And he's like, you look amazing and I want you and I'm going to kiss you. And then he's like, oh, oh no, was, we can't. That oh. was so attractive over there. Yeah. That whole, oh, people, you'd really love a video of Cameron here now. That was That was quite a little scene he did over there. I got a whole visual of the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I've got enough time so I can edit all that out. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it just... His whole back and forth thing. I get the struggle, but you can't put that on someone else like that. Apparently you can. He did. Didn't help the movie. Not at all. And if he was, like, continuing to date her while he internally struggled, or if he wasn't dating her until he could figure it out, I could get either of those. But he literally makes it her problem every time he does because he wants her to take him back he's the big dick of the movie he is yep yep i agree okay we're done so we are and we have one more watching the web to go through we do we have one more watching the web and we will have a special guest in Mm -hmm. my 10 year old son will be joining us to watch into the spider verse i'm so excited uh, because it's such a good movie and uh then give his perspective on it also. Very worldly perspective. And um, he's uh, terribly, terribly shy, so I'm sure there'll be hardly any room for either of us to talk. Yes, yes. Beth, her son, is very, very shy. Yeah, let's go with that. Hard to, it, just like Beth, it's hard he is to make him so super excited talk. that he got invited to be on the podcast. <laughs> so super excited. Fun fact, he's also the reason we try and not be super vulgar. <laughs> because he does listen to these sometimes. Hey, Mom, you cussed on there. <laughs> did not. Yeah, you said the A word. Yeah. Oh, did I? Oh, probably, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so we will see you next time on Watching the Web. We will. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Cinematic Sagas, a part of the As If You Didn't Know network. Episodes release every other Wednesday. That jaunty tune you hear is Comic Hero by Kevin McLeod, and he's used under the Creative Commons license. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would love to hear from you, so send emails to saga at asifydk.com, our Twitter and Instagram handles, asifydk, and our website, asifydk.com. That's the words as, if, and the letters Y, D, K. See you there.